0: Guns, ammo, and active shooter training. Our readers came through once again with some amazing tips, so let's go ahead and get started.
1: Firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is modern combat and survival.
0: Hey everyone, it's Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat and Survival Magazine, with another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat that you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. And last week, if you caught our broadcast, what we did was we took five of our reader tips that have been submitted to us from our website or on our blog or on our Facebook page, and we gave those to you. Those were survival tips. And last week, I promised that this week we'd come back with some more reader tips related to firearms or firearms training. And we got some really great ones coming in. Now, listen, I... I don't know about you, but I mean, I, for me, I think that everybody who consider themselves a protector, anybody that's training for self-protection, should never stop training, right? Like, you've, you've never become a full expert. There's always something for you to learn. And as I said last week, some of the best tips that I get come from the people that are listening to our show, that are submitting tips. They show up for our broadcast. They, are submitting tips on our blog. They're going to our Facebook page and they're putting things in there, especially those that are in our New World Patriot Alliance membership program where they come to live training events and they submit questions or they might submit their own tips in one of our Hangouts or when they get on the phone with me for personal one-on-one calls – They might give me a really great tip that I say, you know what, I've got to share that with people. Now, if you have a tip, then we want to hear it as well. All you have to do is go to our website at MyBestSurvivalTip.com, and you can go ahead and submit it there. That's our probably our fastest, our best way for us to be able to read what your tips are because sometimes they get lost on Facebook or in the blog or, you know, there's just no time to go through everything. So MyBestSurvivalTip.com is the best place for you to put your information the things that you want to share with everyone uh, that that's in our audience now if we do end up using your tip like we will today with some of these uh some of the readers then we will send you a special thank you gift for sharing your information okay so go ahead and go to mybestsurvivaltip.com give us your tip if we use it i'll send you a special special gizmo in the mail that you, i'm sure you're going to love okay So as I said, last week my promise to you was I was going to come up with five of our reader-submitted tips related to firearms and firearms training. So I'm just going to go ahead and dive right into these now with these five, and the first one comes from Woody from San Angelo, Texas, and he says, if you're a right-handed shooter, always walk on the left side of the street so that your left shoulder faces the street. If attacked by someone in a vehicle, you can simply slip into cover and return fire with very little exposure of your right shoulder or hand. If you're on the right side of the street, you have to change shoulders to lefty or really expose yourself to fire. Works for handguns and rifles alike. Reverse if you're a lefty. Now, what I like about this tip is that, you know, we have a lot of military who listen to our show. Uh, we have a lot of people that are still over in the sandbox. We even have people who are military contractors that are in other parts of the world doing security contracts in, in hotspots around the world, Africa, the Middle East, everywhere. And... When people are out patrolling, and especially if you have a rifle, you're out patrolling streets, if you're in a hot zone, you never know where fire is going to come from, right? So when you're looking at protecting yourself from an ambush, you have to understand that you might not be able to get the prior warning that an attack might happen. Now, the same thing can happen with a drive-by shooting or something like that, but most of us probably aren't living deep down in the hood somewhere where drive by shootings are something that you you can typically expect. But this is a really good tip from Woody in that you never know when an ambush is going to happen. We talk about that all the time, right? That that typically the type of attack that you're going to see from a criminal is going to be one that you're not going to necessarily know is going to happen. You're not going to get prior advance warning for it. And again, especially if you're in the military. So, how you stage yourself, how you tactically project yourself out there in the public. How you walk, where you walk, how you take, take corners, how much space you give yourself to be able to react to an attack, all of that matters. And those are some of the things that when you're in that yellow zone, you, of, of awareness, these are the things that you need to think about so that if you are ambushed, you are protected. So Woody's, to Woody's point, if you are a right-handed shooter, and you're walking with your right side to the street and there is gunfire. Well, if you're going to catch a bullet, you don't want it to, you definitely don't want it to be in your firing hand or your firing arm. Something that's going to disable your main way of being able to re, you know, counterattack and, and engage with, with fire as well. So, setting yourself up by protecting about knowing how you're walking on the street, which side you're walking, how you're protecting yourself. Um, is a really good tip from Woody. So thanks so much for that, Woody. Much appreciated. Okay, Uh, next one comes from Phil from Rochester, New York. And he says, Hiking poles make a great field expedient rifle stand in a pinch. Take one to the range and practice long-distance shooting in standing and seated positions. Try it using a handgun as well as your rifle. So this is one of the things that we talk about in our our survival kit bug out bag book, which I think is going to be re we're getting ready to launch this as a hardcover book. And it's, I think it's going to be changing its name to extreme bug out Bag Guide. I'm not really sure what it's going to end up being, but that's one of the things we talk about is one, these hiking poles that you use are actually, they, they, they actually make it less fatiguing for you to be able to hike. Not only that, but it provides stability when you're hiking as well. So if you've ever had to cross a stream, you know, that, especially if there's big rocks in there in that stream, you can easily slip on a rock, the rock can turn, and you can twist an ankle. If you are in bug out mode or something like that, then twisting an ankle can severely decrease your chances of being able to get to safety anytime soon, right? So hiking poles are one of those things that can help you to stay steady when you're crossing areas that are obstacles or you have to, you have to, you know, get past, get past some challenging obstacle that's, that's in your way. But they do also make a great steady pole to be able to get more accuracy with precision shooting with a rifle, even with a handgun. So that's what, that's one of the other things that I like about them a lot. So Phil brings up a really good point. It reminded me of something that we had, we had written about in the past and it was a, it was really great. Now I bring this in here also because they're, if you listen to my uh my review of the NRA show that just happened out in Louisville, there was a vendor out there um, that had bipod shoot, bipod shooting sticks and it's at bipodshootingsticks.com. And I love these things because they're like they're like tent poles that go right on your belt but they quickly extend and you can use them as a stabilizer for a rifle, standing, seated, prone, it doesn't matter. But you can also use them for everything from a handgun as well as a, um, archery even. Uh, you can use it for a bow. So, um, I really like this because when you're out in the woods, I mean, let's face it, if you're in a survival situation, especially with firearms, uh, one, you don't want to have to use multiple rounds because you want to, you will, nece- you'll draw unnecessary attention to you by people that you don't necessarily want coming to you. If everybody's hungry and they hear shots going off. They might think, well, somebody has food. Let's go find this person. So you want to reduce the number of rounds that you actually have to use, right? Which means that you have to be accurate. So um, the hiking poles are a great way of field expedient. You don't have to, they don't take any setup. You're, you're walking along with them. You can quickly use your rifle. Now, this is, I, I, what I like about Phil's, point here is that take it to the range, try it out, see what you can do with and without, see what the difference is with and without using a poll. Okay. So, um, so really great thing, a uh, really great tip there from Phil. And I have three more tips coming up that, uh, are, I saved my best for last. So, and I have a special free bonus for you as well with our last tip, but first check out this special message. Are you a proud
1: defender of the Second Amendment? Are you tired of your whiny sister-in-law's liberal tantrums about the need for more gun control? Are you infuriated with government gun grabbers trying to strip you of your god-given right to own a nuclear bazooka? Well, my fellow patriot. It's time for a SmackDown. SmackDown. In our free 2AD SmackDown Debate Guide, you'll discover how to win any gun control argument armed with three questions. That's right. Just ask these three simple questions and watch as that smug little smile disappears from their little face of even the most ignorant know-it-all liberal. Plus, you'll discover easy, fact-based, can't-lose, crybaby comebacks. For the most common myths, misinformation, and outright lies, like... Gun shows are the criminal's flea market. Countries with tighter gun control have lower crime rates. Banning guns protects our children. More control keeps guns out of the hands of crazy people. And a whole lot more. Arm yourself now with the ultimate argument winner by claiming your free copy of 2AD Smackdown. Visit www.2adsmackdown.com. That's the number two, ADSmackdown.com. And now, back to our show.
0: Okay, we're back with Reader's Firearms Tips from the Field. And I have three more here to go and a special free gift for you as well at the end here. Now, the next two that I'm going to cover are actually they they kind of work in tandem here because I learned something new last week um but first let me start out with this this now Dave Richardson is somebody who has been a, a long time reader and listener of our program and he's given some of the very best tips that I've ever gotten from any of our readers he's just uh, the guy's amazing he really has a lot of knowledge when it comes to both firearms and survival strategies as well and so uh, this is one that he submitted that says for my everyday carry, I now ask myself the question, is there any reason I can't simply replace my spare magazines with a complete backup? Think of it as a reload with a gun wrapped around it, ready to use. And I am finding more and more that I can pocket carry check ankle carry check. If I'm going to use a second pocket or ankle for spare magazines, why not go out, go all out and add a gun. Now, Uh, I love this tip from Dave because when we look at, you know, a lot of people don't carry extra magazines when it comes to their concealed carry. They just carry their weapon. Those that do carry a spare magazine, you have to train to be able to use it, right? So we talk about that. Most people aren't really even training very much with their firearm as it is, let alone training for tactical reloads, especially when the adrenaline is going. So it makes it—it it always makes it harder whenever the adrenaline's pumping, right? It always makes it harder. So it is definitely something that you need to drill time and time again, so you really get it down, so it's instinctive. However, isn't it much easier if you don't have to actually reload your weapon, but where you go for your extra magazine, or if you don't—that's not, 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 let me let me rephrase that. Instead of going for a second magazine, what if you could just go and pull out a second firearm? To be able to use, ready to go. It's it bullets in the chamber. It's ready. All you have to do is start pressing the trigger. So that's where this. Instead of carrying a magazine with you, carrying a second firearm with you. So for pocket carry, you can you can put a snubby revolver in there that could act as a backup. You could carry it on your belt, but the ankle is probably a better place for it as well. So uh, so great tip from Dave. Uh, from David, and it leads into the next one, which I actually got from EJ Owens, and I thought this was a great tip. I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier, but I got this from EJ Owens when, uh, EJ was our special guest last week, was it? I think it was last week for our Patriot Roundtable within our New World Patriot Alliance membership area. So this, if you're not familiar, if you're not a member of the New World Patriot Alliance, Basically, it's our it's our complete tactical and survival training platform and our inner circle membership where people get weekly videos. You get We get live monthly training events. We have live events that are coming up that members get discounts to. So we've got a lot of great stuff coming up there. But one of the things that we do is we get one of our celebrity experts on where it's just hangout time. And it's just Q&A from the field. There's no real topic to it. It's really just any question you have. That is in this area, uh, this in the experts area of expertise, it's just show up and come hang out with us. We've had some great guests on in the past. We've had Chris Peronto, who was from the Benghazi six. He was one of the security contractors uh, during the Benghazi terrorist attacks. We've had Masada Yuban. And then last week we had. Uh, EJ Owens on as well, and EJ is one of my favorite guys to talk to because um, one, I always learn some new cool Tennessee term that he has for for guns or something. I always I always get the he always makes me crack up with some of the things that he comes up with. But but nonetheless, he's really got a lot of great a lot of great tactical experience, both from combat as well as in concealed carry and as a trainer and things like that. So he's got a lot of great experience. So when somebody had I think somebody had asked him about what he carries for his, uh, for his concealed carry. And so this was his platform and, and I've, I'm now adopting this platform. So I have this, I carry the same primary firearm that EJ does, which is a Glock 19. But here's what, here's what EJ does. So he also has a Glock 26 that he uses as and uh, with an ankle holster. So he uses the same thing that David does, which is instead of just having a magazine, why not put a firearm there? So you've got your backup weapon on your ankle, the Glock 26. Now, the Glock 19 holds 15 rounds. Okay? Plus plus you put one in the chamber. But and then the Glock 26 is has 10 rounds. Okay? So between those two firearms, you right there have um 27 rounds, if you've got full magazine plus one in the chamber, okay? So there's 27 rounds right there. But EJ goes one step further and carries a Glock 17 mag on him. Now, Glock 17 mag will carry 17 rounds. But here's the thing. The Glock 17 magazine will fit inside of both the Glock 19 and the Glock 26. The Glock 26 is the the compact uh, Glock, okay? So, but but both of them will take the, large, the larger capacity Glock 17 magazine, which holds the extra 17 rounds. So now what you have is 44 rounds available for to be able to defend yourself. Okay, now, so that's a great way to use one platform and kudos to Glock for being able to make interchangeable magazines that will work like that with the, the Glock 17. But I thought that was a really a really creative way to have the extra ammunition plus use David's example of being able to use uh, basically your extra mag with a gun wrapped around it with that Glock 26. So um that doesn't that obviously only works for people who are who are Glock carriers, but um, I don't know if any other firearm has that same kind of interchange, interchangeability, but I'd be curious to know if you, if you do know one, so go ahead and leave a comment on the blog if you, uh, if you have any information there. Okay. Okay. So coming up to our final reader tip here, and this one comes from Kenneth, uh, I won't give the last name, but Kenneth B from Niagara Falls, New York. And, um, what he said was, uh, this website has a free downloadable active shooter ambient soundtrack, and he gave me a link for it. Um, he says it has sounds of people running and screaming, much like that of what you you would what would be heard during an active shooter attack. I downloaded it, looped it for a few minutes, and play it as on an MP3 player and a pair of headphones when I'm practicing with my airsoft or cert pistol at home. It puts me in the proper frame of mind for an actual active shooter event with people screaming and a lot of noise all around. The best training is realistic training, including that of training with background sounds. So, I fully agree, and in fact, I had taken, uh, that same MP3 that, that Kenneth had given me, and I had, and I actually looped it, and I had added some additional sounds to it as well. Now we include this with our dirt cheap gun training program, because like Ken, I also believe that the best training that you can get is at home, right? You you can do, you can do a lot more in a home-based tactical environment with airsoft or a CERT laser training pistol or even, I mean, it doesn't even matter. It can even be with your fingers. We've talked about different drills you can do around home, even with your fingers that can give you the tactics that you need to be able to survive something like a home invasion. But the more realistic that you can make it, the better. Now, the environment is one part of that, right? So if you can train at home, well, that's the area that you might be attacked anyway, as opposed to down at the gun range, right? So it makes sense to be able to train at home. But if you can also add in other elements, other senses that that you can bring into the realism, then it makes a whole world of difference. So with with sight if you do it in the in the nighttime or you use even if you use sunglasses well most attacks do happen in low light so you can train in low light even if it's just wearing a, an extra dark pair of sunglasses it does make things more difficult right so that's one thing but you can also add in sound now This, you know, the, the active shooter scenario is something that you're going to have to, you know, obviously you're not going to train that on location in a mall or something like that, but just adding that sound to it and having, um, we, you know, when we have our, in addition to dirt cheap gun training, we have build your own tactical range, which shows you different ways of, of making these ranges at your home and, um, and one of the things that we, we tell people to do is to put in a sound system. I don't like, necessarily like to use headphones cause it, um, you can, I mean it, it definitely, you know, especially if you have noise concerns with neighbors or things like that, but in a, a garage setup like I have, you can use speakers and it just creates, when it's, when it's not coming through headphones, it just creates like it's actually happening around you. So I really like this tip from Ken and what I'll go ahead and do is as a free gift, For this week's broadcast, I'll go ahead and include that MP3 soundtrack that we normally give away for our Dirt Cheap Gun Training and our and our um, uh, Build Your Own Tactical Range products. Uh, I'll go ahead and put this up on the blog, so you'll have this in the resource links that are that will be where this this broadcast is. So you can go to the blog at Modern Combat and Survival. And this will be episode, I believe it's 96 now for this one. Okay, so just go ahead and uh, find that on blog, and then you will be able to download that MP3, be able to use that in your own training. Even if you do take it um, to the range and you do use it with headphones, it will still give you additional, uh, it'll it'll give you additional realism that you can add even to your range training that you get. So it's all good, right? Okay, all right, well, some great tips there from our readers, and as I said, we'll be contacting you about you those that submitted the tips that we used today. We'll be contacting you and be sending out a special thank you gift. For the rest of you out there, don't forget to leave your comments on the blog. Don't forget to like us on Facebook for Modern Combat and Survival. And don't forget to go and submit your best tip to MyBestSurvivalTip.com so that we can get your tip into one of the next broadcasts or in our magazine or up on our Facebook page, someplace where we can reward you as well, okay? All right, that's it, folks, for this, this week's broadcast. This is Jeff Anderson saying train hard, stay safe, prepare now.